When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Debo Samuel, Debo. Smitty, I'm reading a report that says Debo Samuel's getting traded to the New England Patriots. Is this true? Probably not. Probably not. It's smoke season. But here we go. This guy right here may be destroying all credibility. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he's right. Maybe maybe he's right. Maybe we'll be saying, Chase, good job. But uh, the Patriots are reportedly sniffing around on Debo, a Debo Samuel trade. You know, maybe I'll give this guy some credit. Maybe they are. But it doesn't mean that the the Niners are sniffing back, I guess I guess we could say. Um, a lot of people could want Debo Samuel. doesn't mean they're going to get him. Now, what if they offer the number 14 overall draft pick? Okay? The the Patriots have the number 14 overall pick. Could they? Could I, could I envision a world where... The 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 the, uh, the San Francisco 49ers or any team would contemplate trading a player like Debo for the number 14 overall pick because that's Addison maybe that's maybe JSN Jackson Smith in in Jigba maybe and, and so there is a conversation that needs to be had doesn't mean that a trade's going down I don't need keyboard warrior William to be like Schmitty how dumb are you this is not gonna ha- I have not watched your video yet Schmitty. I have not watched your video yet, but this is ridiculous. Let me explain to you something. Debo Samuel's not be. Why would they trade him? I know. I know. Bob, Joe, worried William, petrified Peter. I get it, bro. I get it. I understand. But we're here to talk about it because it's news, whether we shoot it down or not. Alvin Kamara indicted. We got Saquon Barkley, Danny Dimes news. The fantasy. Sh- the fantasy. <laughs> The Fantasy Football Show begins now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. For the first first time in my life, I needed a breath. (laughs) Look, take a deep breath, Smitty. Okay, I know. There's news. There's news. We're here to talk about it. We're here to do it live. This is what we do. When news breaks, we go live. It doesn't matter if we agree with it. It doesn't matter if we're shooting it down. We're here to tell a story. We're here to depict and decipher the the, the smoke season. And this is a big rumor. It's spreading around social media and Twitter like crazy. Do I believe it's going to have legs? No, I don't. Do I think Shanahan would pick up the phone and go, Hello, this is Kyle. This is Kyle. Uh, Yeah. We would like, this is Bill, this is Bill's assistant, this isn't Bill, it's his assistant, we would like to sniff Debo Samuel. Is that okay? That's a little weird request there, uh, Bill's assistant. Um, We're going to go ahead and pass. What if we offered the number 14 overall draft selection? Okay, okay, Uh, let me get back to you. So Shanahan hangs up the phone because any any logical person would say, wait a minute, let's take a look at it. So let's just break it down for a second. Let's pretend we are, are 
dumb Donovans, okay? And we want to trade away this guy, Debo Samuel, that's a perfect fit for the system. He knows the system. The Niners are in win-now mode, and they want to reset the clock on this wide receiver situation. Let's just pretend we are dumb Donovans, okay? So we go to the draft board. We look at number 14. We assess that maybe uh, Jordan Addison's going to be there. Maybe we assess that uh, JSN, Jackson Smith, and Jigba will be there at the 14 overall pick. I don't think that both of them will be. I don't know that either one of them will be. So let's pretend you thought that one of them would fall. Let's say Jordan Addison will fall. The, the top two wide receivers. Or, or Johnston. Some people like Johnston. Would you trade Debo Samuel for a, a resetting of the clock, small dollar amount situation like Jordan Addison? On its surface, maybe you would. You know, it's not the craziest thing in the world to say that if New England offered that. But A, would New England offer, would New England offer the number 14 overall pick for for, for Debo, who's going to cost a boatload of money? Probably not. But if this was on the table, you would. that's when you would have a coach like Shanahan going, no, 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 number 14 overall? Hold on a second, we'll get back to you. But here's the problem. Here's why this makes no sense. Here's why smoke season is in full effect. Debo Samuel, let's pull up his contract real quick. Debo Samuel contract has a big dead cap hit of, um, uh, let me pull this up here real quickly. Um, Debo Samuel's dead cap here. Contract. Let's see here. I mean, Debo Samuel contract dead cap. It looks like it is about 9.2. No, no, hold on. Cap hit of 8.6 million and a dead cap of 35 million. A <laughs> dead cap of 35 million. I think this is correct. Let me put this on screen so you guys can see what I'm looking at. This is crazy. Okay. You don't trade a player like Debo Samuel with a dead cap. That's crazy. A dead cap of 35 million. What what, what are people looking at? What are people looking at where they think this is a trade that could make sense from that standpoint? So real quickly, before I go into the dead cap numbers and the stats and the, and the, the facts of this situation, on its surface, 14 overall, let's just say New England never mentioned in the sniffing situation that they've been sniffing Debo for a 14 overall pick. But if they did, if they did want to surrender the 14 overall and you could get Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, or you could get Jordan Addison, and you you were guaranteed they'd be there at 14. If you were a team, let's say, and I'm not saying the Lions can't win right now, but I said this on, on uh, a minute ago. If, if you were to trade, let's say, St. Brown for the 14 overall, which which would be similar. Like Debo, St. Brown, very similar wide receivers in a sense that they're very important to their team. They're the number one wide receivers to their team. There's another wide receiver on the roster uh, in Jameson Williams and and Brandon Ayuk. Um, and and the, the the thing is, the Lions have a shot at maybe creating this winning situation, this, this blueprint of, let's say, a, a, a poor man's uh, Cincinnati Bengals blueprint, right? You might have a team in the, Lions, in the Lions that could win playoff games this year. You really do. But let's pretend you thought the Lions were two, three, four years away. Let's just pretend that. Would you trade St. Brown and reset the clock and get a, a Jordan Addison? Maybe. But if you're the Niners and you're in win-now mode, 
and you already you're going to be hoping and dreaming that Jordan Addison or JSN become Debo Samuel good, especially in terms of fit for your offense. You're gonna you're gonna try something like that when you're in win now mode. I don't think so. So number one, it doesn't make sense there. But if you look at the dead cap numbers, so 2023. Uh, let's see if I can put a, a a dash or a line under here to highlight this. Um, let's 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 say. Uh, Let me put this right up here at the top. I'll make this a, a, dat, a, dot, a dotted line. So let's use this. So let's say, for example, um, this is 2023 right here. His dead cap, his cap hits 8.6 mil. His dead cap hit, hit is 35 mil. Why would you do that in a win now situation? You wouldn't. The answer is you wouldn't. So none of this makes sense. So sniffing around. Now, I'm not saying, again, maybe this report right here is accurate the, the new england patriots didn't have their their information or facts straight and they go sniffing around but who's gonna trade debo no one's trading debo in these two scenarios win now mode you don't want to you don't even know if at 14 one of the wide receivers is going to be there who knows if they even use the pick on a wide receiver but you're in win now mode you can't replace debo samuel for a little while because sometimes rookies will be slow moving especially a rookie i think in kyle shanahan's system would be a little slower moving than normal look at uh, look at Gray. Danny Gray wasn't even used, you know. So it just doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. Maybe they are sniffing. Maybe Bill's taking a big whiff, and he just want he wants to see what Debo's, you know, this situation could smell like. I don't understand the whole sniffing around thing, but it is what it is. The Giants, let's move on because Debo ain't getting traded. Uh, Debo, uh, the Giants have signed wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins. Um, who is who was set to become an exclusive rights free agent? One of the best stories of their offseason, look or their season in 2022. I love this kid. I love this kid. Isaiah Hodgins has potential satellite men capability. Satellite men are the reserve list, the bullpen for the Moon Men. Satellite men, space cadets in training. He could, he could hit that list. I like him so much. He could hit the satellite men list. I like him a lot. I don't know that he'll ever graduate to the moon men list, but I love Hodgins. He's a talented kid, and this is a great move. And on the Giants note, on this note, Danny Dimes, this report right here, um, is from ESPN, uh, confirms the expectation is that impending free agent Daniel Jones will average more than $35 million per season under his new contract. First of all, this is worded weird. When I first read this, I'm like, his new contract? Where are my notes? Where's my script? Where's my script? I don't see that he signed under his new contract. Uh, here's the NFL script. I got it in front of me. I don't see this. This was not updated on the NFL script. Um, this might be the old one. This might be the old script. Let me throw this one away because according to this report, it, it looks as though his new contract. He's not getting a new contract. I don't think, or he may not, he might get franchise tagged. So I don't know what the wording is weird here. It's not breaking news, though, this writer reports or this NBC write-up, though it is now it though it is now a trend. No fewer than three reports have pegged Jones earning at least $35 million per season and perhaps as much as $40 million. The cap is 32 point or the franchise tag is 32.4 million. I don't think the Giants can afford 
to give Barkley and Danny Dimes both new contracts, but maybe they do. Maybe they move the, the numbers around. As I've said before, my own words, the, the cap is essentially fictitious. You can just bump things around. They got boardrooms of people just thinking stuff up. Let's move this here. Let's get rid of the vending machines. Let's go ahead and, and let's get rid of lockers. Like, we, we could save so much money. You know what we could also do? Let's get rid of helmets entirely and just go with the cone heads only. I think if we played with cone heads, we'd have far less concussions. There's ways to save money. And and these guys are just in a room thinking stuff up. So maybe they do. They are capable of signing Danny Dimes to a, a multi-year deal that would be a, around the 30, around the franchise tag amount of money. 32 to $35 million dollars per season on a brand new contract it's possible i think ultimately dable who kind of fixed danny dimes is looking this this whole offense is looking pretty good um i think dable would do wonders with a lamar with an aaron Rodgers, with a, a Derek carr i'd much rather honestly see that but at the same time maybe danny dimes look look how people viewed josh allen now granted i said josh allen would be a top five quarterback quarterback in fantasy football and the nfl uh, when he was a rookie, and people laughed and called him garbage, said he was inaccurate, he could only run, and Josh Allen looks like a, a phenomenal, elite, top four, locked and loaded quarterback for the future, even though there's a lot of hate on him right now, because people are, are they got their goggles on, they got their, their 2022 playoff goggles on, and they start saying that, that uh, Josh Allen can't bounce back, Josh Allen's gonna choke, he's a choke artist, Josh Allen's going to be fine. Josh Allen's going to rotate with Mahomes and Burrow and Hurts as being that top four quarterback in fantasy football and NFL quarterbacking. I, I truly believe Josh Allen will rise back up and be talked about as, this is the guy. I know Mahomes is the real cute answer right now. And I tru truly believe Mahomes, football-wise, NFL-wise, is the closest thing we'll have for a while to Tom Brady with Joe Burrow chasing him, trying to surpass him. But he's got to win a Super Bowl, right? So Joe Burrow's behind him. But I think like these are the two uh, Tom Brady's in training. Whether they actually get far along on the Tom Brady track or not, I'm not saying they catch Tom Brady. I'm just saying the two molded Tom next Tom Brady quarterbacks are Mahomes and Joe Burrow. But if anybody thinks that we won't in two years, one year, two and a half years, three years be saying Josh Allen's the guy, I think that's crazy. Josh Allen has all the talent in the world. My point being, circling back, Danny Dimes... I don't think he's got the, the the ability to even be half of what Josh Allen is. And I thought that Josh Allen would be what Josh Allen is. So I don't think my assessment's wrong. But I will say that Dable's so good at molding, sculpting, and building up quarterbacks. He took a guy I didn't believe in and made him very good. Not great, but very good. Does he deserve a new contract? Maybe. Maybe, maybe Dable turns him into a top 12 to 14 quarterback at, at, from NFL standards. Not fantasy, but NFL standards. And maybe in fantasy, too, because he runs so much. He looks a lot like a poor man's version of Josh Allen in some ways. He does. He runs a ton. Maybe Danny Dimes does have great success under Dable, and they sign him to a, a nice big contract. So that's possible. But here's the other piece of news. This is the Saquon Barkley part. Is Saquon Barkley's due his money, too. And the thinking early on was that Barkley would get his contract extension, or he would get, uh, let's see here, it's, um, or his, his new contract. Um, the belief in league circles is, according to, to the same individual from ESPN, league, league circles is $14 million per season would be enough to keep impending free agent Saquon Barkley with the Giants. 
and the Giants are expected to probably franchise tag Danny Dimes over Saquon, but let's say they work out a long-term deal with Danny Dimes, and Danny Dimes takes a little bit of a hometown discount thinking, look, I think this is where I'm going to have the most success, and I want Barkley to be here, so let me let me accept $32 million. Let me do some kind of front-loaded bonus type of thing, restructure the contract in a way, take less guarantee or take less salary and take more of a signing bonus, whatever the case may be. It's possible. It's it's in the realm of possibility. Uh, running backs make such little money comparatively to quarterbacks. It's not crazy to think Danny Dimes signs a, a deal that's kind of team-friendly but also gives him a lot of upfront money, and they get to ink Saquon Barkley. But there is a very strong shot. Uh, 95 of you in here, only 26 thumbs up, says Terry. Terry says, punch that thumb up button. There's a real strong shot, a real strong shot. Thank you, Terry, that this team does franchise tag Danny Dimes and they sign Saquon to a long-term deal. Uh, but the Giants are going to be a team to be reckoned with in the in the, in the the coming uh, coming season, I think. And so I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for what Dable is doing. They're a very exciting team. Um, they're very, doing very good. Way outperforming uh, expectations for, for, for sure. Alvin Kamara, we broke this earlier, but it doesn't hurt to talk about it again because it's huge news. Alvin Kamara, uh, a Clark County grand jury has indicted Alvin Kamara on three and his three accomplices on conspiracy to commit battery and battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. What does this mean? Indictment isn't conviction. Indictment is like when when Deshaun Watson, when when those those the civil cases are against him, right? He had the 23 civil cases at one point. The grand jury looked at every single one of them and, and said, can the DA actually indict? And they came to a conclusion that the evidence, whether it was chain of command faulty, whether it was some other reason or rationale, didn't mean that they didn't think he was, you know, didn't do it or they didn't have enough evidence to say that we believe he did it with a, a reasonable, um, you know, articulate amount of, of, of confidence. But there was some reason that the case wouldn't have had success in the grand jury level. Um, so they asked themselves that it's, it, and you can indict, they always say you can indict a ham sandwich and they couldn't indict Watson on those 23 counts. So a lot of people come to Watson's defense and say, well, if you can indict a ham sandwich and you couldn't indict him on one of the 23 counts, they're all fictitious. And so there's that argument against Watson, right? But Watson has admitted some of the stuff that took place, just not to anything criminal. Full circle back to Camara. Camara was indicted. Indicted means the grand jury, the DA, the DA feels that the grand jury will indict him. The, the 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 DA believes that there's enough evidence to move forward and go criminally against Alvin Kamara. So if they thought this case wasn't strong, they wouldn't have brought it to the grand jury and the grand jury is indicting him. They're moving forward. Okay? So the, the big question here is what, what happens to Kamara in 2023? The answer is we don't know. The answer is... He's going to court on March 2nd. We don't know if this is bad verbiage or people are unclear as to the extent of the case or the, the process that, that the, 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 the place in the process that we are. This could be a hearing of some sort and it's just worded like we're going to, there's going to be a court date and the court's going to begin. It's a court date for maybe when the next proceeding will be or whatever. So we need more information. We don't know if we're going to end up going down a very long road to where this court case doesn't even begin until September or October or June or March. It's been going a long time, right? But they've been pushing it down the road and there's no guarantee that Alvin Kamara and his legal team 
won't be able to push it further. They may not be able to. They may be able to. They may be able to drag this thing out. And is there a, a possibility that Alvin Kamara plays without being suspended at all in 2023? It's possible. But I believe since he's been indicted, the NFL has a real strong opportunity to put him on the commissioner exempt list paid, which is not a form of punishment in a sense. It's like going to Bob and accounting and saying, Bob, I know you're typing up TPS reports. Come over here. Bob walks over. You say, Bob, you are being indicted for beating up people in the elevator and stealing the chicken from their chicken salads in the fridge. Bob, we've been going to the fridge. Margaret goes to her salad every day and the chicken's missing. You've been taking chicken out of her chicken bowl, her salad every single day. And then you beat someone up in the elevator according to these allegations. Now, Bob, you might be innocent, but we're going to send you home. Go take care of business. We'll pay you. And you sit back, relax, do whatever you got to do. Come back when it's all resolved. That's paid leave. That's not punishment. It's get you out of the office because you're a distraction. Okay? So the NFL can put him on the exempt list paid. It's not a form of punishment, even though he doesn't get to play and the livelihood of these guys is on the field producing. And he's going to lose his time, right? He's going to lose his ability to maybe get another situation or contract or whatever. So it is a form of punishment to the player, but in a sense, it's not. And people think that the league can't do this. The league can. The league can put anybody on paid leave and not punish them while they work out this situation. Is Kamara going to actually go to court during the week and play games on Sundays? I don't think the NFL wants anything to do with that. However, take a breath, Smitty. However... This is definitely one of those things where we don't know that as, as Tony, the tiger, the attorney, uh, let me see if Tony's willing to come on the show right now. Let me see if I can get Tony on here as Tony, the the tiger attorney has, has always said to us, the, the NFL is a heavy hand one moment um, on live again. I'm going to message Tony on live now, if able to call, let's see if Tony will, will dial into the show. Um, the NFL has a heavy hand one moment, and then the next moment they don't. And so it's hard to predict what the NFL is going to do. We could pretend like we know. We can use logic. And let me be honest with you. All last year was me using my logic about what was going to happen in 2022, and it didn't end up unfolding. Now, it's hard to predict these things. So I'm not like trying to take an L on my Alvin Kamara coverage last year. I just firmly believe that everybody else dropped the ball. I felt like when we went live at midnight to break that the footage was released of Alvin Kamara in his, in his entourage just blasting this guy. He was unconscious. They were kicking him. They were doing all kinds of uh, cranial damage to this guy who was unconscious, lifeless, and they're just kicking away. And, and, and we reported on it. We went live at midnight. We thought, okay, we're the first people to go live on this. There was nobody on YouTube going live on this. We were the only ones going live on that footage being released. It was granted grainy footage. Doesn't mean that the original footage is grainy. Smitty, there's no way Alvin Kamara's getting convicted. That footage is not clear. Bob, that's not the real footage. That's Steve standing there with his, his, his droid. Five-year-old version of the, the newest droid. And he's looking at the screen that's this far away. And he's trying to record it with under his armpit, pretending he's stretching, trying to get footage so he can dial up TMZ and say, I've got the footage. And they offer him pennies on the dollar because his, vo- his footage is crap. So yeah, granted the footage was garbage. 
Okay, but it did ignite any kind of controversy, and I don't know why. To this day, I still don't know why the rest of the world, the rest of the fantasy world, the rest of the news world, who love stories, they love clickbait, they love things, nobody cared. And and I and honestly, I do care on a personal level because I'm judging him, granted, innocent till proven guilty in terms of a court of law, yes, but I do have the right to have a judgment a judgment, a, a perception of a person. And the footage is blatantly clear that he and his entourage beat this man. And while he was unconscious and not moving, including Kamara, according to a report, laid a kick in. And then a couple other guys kept kicking. The guy was there motionless, had cranial damage. Uh, granted, we don't know how much crap talk this guy was doing to Kamara. I'm not saying somebody can't be driven to a certain like tipping point, but the story goes like this, and this is what will play out in court. Alvin Kamara and his entourage were walking, getting in said elevator. This guy must have been just yapping away. He's a he's a public figure. He's a controversial public figure on a, on an NFL team where there's all kinds of other fan bases going to be just chattering away. Alvin Kamara, you stink, blah, blah, blah. Who knows what he said? He probably was belligerent. Alvin Kamara put his hand on the man's chest. And let's see, what's this? What's William saying? If you have enough money, you have nothing to worry about, period. Not true. Not true, William, because this can't go away. This is a criminal situation. There's no settling. You'd have to plea. Plea means you're admitting guilt. Plea means you're accepting something bad to avoid something more significant. If Alvin Kamara pleads out of the situation, it's to plea out of going to jail or to go to prison. If he pleads out of this, is to plea into a lesser charge and admit the guilt. There's no settling out of this. Money can't save you in criminal. Now, maybe he is the best attorneys that end up getting it thrown out somehow, like or, or get get a conviction overturned or whatever, or 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 the you know they convince a jury that he's he's not guilty. Whatever the case may be, like money can maybe buy you the best defense, and you can figure that out. I understand, but you can't get out of this, William through uh, a plea plea is admitting guilt plea suspension if he pleads suspension if he admits guilt nfl acts he was arrested on this nfl can act the nfl can act he was arrested yeah they need to let the legal process play out but he was arrested for this and then we've had all this ensue after people forget he was arrested he was arrested at the onset of this the NFL is is probably itching to do something. They, they've just been treading lightly. And at some point when the spotlight gets turned back on and people start paying attention and people start actually caring about this situation instead of defending the player over and over and over, uh, you know, then we might see if more people are talking about it, we might see more pressure for the NFL to do something. But again, heavy hand one moment, no discipline or shockingly different result the next minute. The NFL is weird like that. And I don't understand why the NFL does that. I don't get it. Roger Goodell's all about the money, right? And maybe he sees Kamara as a, a money machine one moment. And then maybe today he's like, hey, Alvin Kamara had a bad year. I'm not. Hold on. Let's check the script. Alvin Kamara is going to be suspended for the entire 2023 NFL season. The script told me. The script. Holy smokes. The script strikes again. <laughs> the script the script struck again. Look, Alvin Kamara ain't no money maker anymore. And he ain't no more, more of a money bagger. He is a money bag, cash machine, uh, ticket selling monster anymore. This is a guy that had a really bad season. 
and he might have fallen off. We don't know, but most certainly we're looking at a potential uh, a potential six to eight game suspension. I would say in a, at a minimum. And if the NFL doesn't strike before the season starts, if they strike before the season starts with punish, punishment and discipline, again to the tune of the exemplist paid. As they want to have a perception of innocent till proven guilty, we're not going to punish you. But if they strike, and they strike in terms of like, a, we're going to strike and say to, to Alvin Kamara, hey, go go take care of this. Get your get your get everything in order. We support you. Paid leave. Get out of here. But we support you. Get out of here. We don't want you on the field. Get out of the spotlight. We don't need you in front of. But we support you. Paid. Okay then that's when the NFL, I think, feels like they've covered their bases carefully. So it's, it's going to be interesting. Do I know what's going to happen? No. Am I going to pretend like a, a suspension is guaranteed this year? No, but he's going to be punished. And, and he, he skated by last year. They pushed the suspension back. They continued to do it, to my surprise. But mainly because no one covered it but us. We went live when that footage broke. Nobody else went live. I thought, okay, we're just on the ball. Okay, we're on the ball. It's midnight. No one else went live. The next morning, no one went live. The next day, no one went live. The next day, no videos surfaced anywhere. Fantasy outlets everywhere. NFL outlets, news sources, news fantasy shows, NFL fantasy shows, NFL news shows. Nobody was talking about it. There were no videos. Nobody cared. I cared. I cared. And I'm not just trying to get clicks or views. I care because, in my opinion, and I'm entitled to my own opinion, this guy doesn't really deserve to be defended given the footage and what I believe to be pretty pretty, pretty well-known evidence that's sitting out there. Now, innocent till proven guilty, do I think that criminally something should happen to him before he has a chance to go to court? No, but my opinion of him doesn't need to require proof uh, uh, and... and uh, reasonable, no reasonable suspicion or doubt or anything. I can think whatever I want from an opinion perspective. Do I ever want an individual in the United States to ever be convicted without getting a, a right to defend themselves? No, it's always innocent until proven guilty from that perspective. But I have every right if I want to say this guy appears to me from all indications to be POS. You know? And so, and the same thing goes for for some other players in the NFL that that are involved in domestic uh, uh, violence and abuse and things like that, I don't condone any of that. Now, I'm able to separate it. I'm able to talk about Kamara's value. I'm even able to draft Kamara because I, I get down to business when it comes to fantasy football. But the news coverage and all this, this is how I feel. Alvin Kamara and his buddies beat a man. And maybe the man deserved to potentially, I don't know. Like back in the olden days, you run your mouth. You get, you get socked. It was, you know, that's the way it was. We don't live in that world anymore. And not to mention, this wasn't that. This wasn't a guy getting popped or something. This was a guy maybe running his mouth. Maybe he deserved a little bit of what was coming to him to some degree. And I'm not suggesting that any violence is ever good. But like, if let's say, you know, whatever, he, he, he got what was coming to him. This wasn't it. This wasn't, he got what was coming to him. This was a man unfairly getting trampled by by an entourage of people unconscious getting kicked over and over and over and the footage is there like you can see the blurry footage that got released that's not the raw footage that's not the real footage that's not the footage that they're going to look at in court that's not the footage that the nfl has already seen the nfl is waiting to to take action when it's prudent 
for them in terms of money and operation. They're not doing what's right. The NFL is only going to do what they need to do when they need to do it. The NFL's already seen this footage. You know that they have. They've done their internal investigation. They they just sit back and wait until they're forced, their hand is forced, because they won't make a move that they think will spread more controversy or bad light on the NFL. They would cover it up, probably. This is just my opinion. They would cover up something uh, for as long as they could to avoid a controversy versus call something out and, and have a spotlight casted on something that didn't need a spotlight casted on it. That's the way the NFL appears to operate to pretty much everybody. That's an opinion, but that's my opinion. I'm entitled to have it. And, and Mitch says the NFL cares when they get called. Uh, NFL only cares if it gets called out. Otherwise, they ignore the stuff. That's exactly what, exactly, yeah, exactly my point. So I agree with you, Mitch. Uh, phone lines are open if you want to dial in. But Alvin Kamara, um, in my opinion, missing at least six to eight games, p- potentially the entire season, if the NFL strikes early with the commissioner exemplist paid option, if they're worried about perception. If they're not worried about perce- perception, this thing could go all year long again. It really could. Dial in. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Hopefully Tony calls in because I really would like to get Tony's opinion. Double A can call in as well. Double A, I would love to have you call into the show if you're if you're watching right now. Uh, I don't blame Debo if he leaves. Kyle Shanahan is the problem. Look, Niner by nature, you are the only diehard. I mean, like diehard. Like you are one of the biggest diehard Niner followers that I know, and that watches my show. Um, you don't even play fantasy football, but you are one of the most dedicated followers I have. Uh, you are the one of one of the more knowledgeable football followers in here, just football watching individuals, and I appreciate the stance you have on Kyle Shanahan, the honest stance that he's the problem, like he's the he's the he's the the good and the bad in this situation. Kyle Shanahan is an amazing play caller, he's an amazing scheme guy. If he was the offensive coordinator, I'd have no problems whatsoever, and he's the reason the the Niners got where they got. Aside from the the what I believe to be John Lynch trade for CMC, which I bet you Kyle Kyle Shanahan wasn't even fully on board, but I don't know the answer to that. I'm speculating. I'm sure he approved it, but I think that was a John Lynch total John Lynch move. John Lynch saved the season. John, I credit John Lynch more than I credit Shanahan because without CMC, there was no shot. Without CMC, Kyle Shanahan's job would have been on the line because this would have been a losing season, and you would have had all the Niner fans. I know, I know what it means to be in the middle of controversy, and I know that it's very easy to laugh at my stance, and and just because I stick to my guns when I truly believe it to be right. It, you know, it causes controversy, but I guarantee you that if, if the Christian McCaffrey trade was not executed and John Lynch didn't push for that and, and Kyle Shanahan didn't even make the playoffs because the Niners probably wouldn't have without Christian McCaffrey. It completely turned the entire season around. It, it turned around the offense. It made Purdy look a lot better than Purdy was, even though I do like Purdy a lot. I'm just saying that Christian McCaffrey was the glue and he, he can make any team win. And, and so, if that didn't happen and Kyle Shanahan didn't make the playoffs, I promise you that the, all the Niner fans that are laughing at me by saying Kyle Shanahan's the problem, what do you mean he's almost coach of the year? All those people would have been talking trash about him because they were. A lot of people were. A lot of people were about to flip on Shanahan until the season got turned around. Shanahan's personnel 
coaching decision making is the problem. His offensive coordinating, and uh, if that's even a word, his coordinator skills, his abilities to be an offensive uh, savant, a lot of people call him, are the reason that the Niners had success, right? I agree. And sometimes those things overpowered the coaching uh, deficiencies that he has. But if you look at his entire offseason, he's been a debacle. From the Debo Samuel to the Jimmy G situations, multiple situations with Jimmy G, not cutting him, then saying goodbye to him, then bringing him back. It's an absolute disaster, this guy. But yet his offensive masterminding skills do keep things afloat, and that's why the Niners did look so good. And it's a give and a take, but he can't push it over the hump because he gets in his own way. He gets in his own way. And I'm not saying you could have predicted the injuries, but uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Niner by nature is is a, is a true objective Niner point of view that I really enjoy. So thank you, Niner by nature. I appreciate you. Uh, Patrick. Uh, Patrick Queen to Texans. Um, there's a lot of rumors going on right now. Maybe one day Shanahan will watch your show. I doubt it, Nevin, but that would be very... I would love to talk to him someday. Isn't the GM somewhat uh, culpable in roster decisions as well? Um, yeah, and that's why that's why John Lynch is, is, is now a hero. And honestly, I was pretty hard on John Lynch earlier in the year and the previous year. Very hard on both of them. I changed my tune on John Lynch the moment I feel like he started making some decisions and pulling some strings. I feel like he gave early on in the relationship all the power to Shanahan, who hired John Lynch. Shanahan hired John Lynch, which is such a backwards process, right? And I think that, uh, um, see, Peanut Butter and Waivers says fire Shanahan. He's been saying it. He won't get fired. Peanut Butter and Waivers, and I know that he's not getting fired. He just had an incredible season on paper, right? And, and potential coach of the year talks. So people aren't going to fire him. We know that. Or Jed, Jed York's not going to fire him. We know that. But but it, it's one thing to know that. And it's another to say, well, he's still the problem. He's the reason Debo got one touch in the second half of the 2021 NFC Championship, championship game. Um, he is... Let's not get into Shanahan. We, we do the Shanahan stuff all the time. Um, anyway... Uh, I think John Lynch, I've changed my tune about John Lynch. I think John Lynch has taken more of a, a of a role in that Christian McCaffrey-Stanford uh, relationship move. You know it had to do with John Lynch. John Lynch, uh, hats off to John Lynch. I actually really like John Lynch now. I changed my tune. I, I switched really quickly when I felt like he he, he turned a corner and started, started, you know, and could Shanahan? I, I, maybe he could. Maybe he could. Um. Stop that nonsense. You stop that nonsense. I can do whatever I want, Rick. This is my show. And and I'll continue to, to talk it up all I want. In fact, here you go, Rick. And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. Look who's sitting on planet Uranus, Rick. It's Shanahan. He's right there in the corner. All right. Uh, East Coast Taddy celebrating seven months on the YouTube exclusive membership. Jets on the rise. Been waiting for this for years. Attaboy, East Coast Taddy. To the moon. You're such a boss. We love you here. You're such a positive vibe here on the Fantasy Football Show. You're always dropping um, exclusive memberships and being such a, an absolute beast, and we appreciate you. You are, you are the man. Um, Shanahan, the Uranus man, LOL, as head coach for sure. He's definitely the coach of the planet Uranus men. 
Um, and, and what's funny is when I say things bad about Shanahan, people say, well, then how do you figure they won? And it's like, bro, do we really have to go through this all over again? Do we really, do I have to say, I love you too, uh, Niner Rick. I know, I know you're, you're a huge Niner fan and I respect the loyalty, to be honest with you. You guys have one of the most loyal fan bases in the world. You guys would go to Batman, go to war for your Niners. So for that reason, Niner, Niner Rick, I, I'm always going to love my Niner followers. But I'm able to have my own opinion too, you know. And, and and the thing that's so annoying to me though is that I've got to explain over and over when people say, Smitty, explain to me how they won then. Explain to me how the Niners did so well. It's like, bro, well, how many more times do I have to say it? He's a he's an offensive savant. He's an offensive coordinator mastermind. So when things go well, it's think about it. It's the offensive coordinator that's doing well. It, 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 when things go bad, when... The Jimmy G situation gets dragged out when Debo Samuel doesn't get extended and an animosity is created uh, between the fan base and Debo. Do you know how many uh, diehard fans like Niner Rick, uh, like uh, Niner by Nature? I'm not saying Niner by Nature said this, but I'm saying diehard people that you're like, this guy's a diehard Niner. Do you know how many diehard people have bad things? Not Niner by Nature. I, I didn't mean to throw you into that. I'm just saying amazingly cool Niner fans. Do you know how many amazingly cool Niner fans? had bad things to, to say about Debo Samuel. Animosity that Kyle Shanahan created because he didn't, and John, you know, uh, because they didn't sign Debo Samuel when they knew they were going to sign him anyway. The Niner way was to wait, and that was a, a disaster. Not addressing the offensive line surely helped put the Niner quarterbacks in harm's way more than people like to say. Oh, he, is he responsible for all the quarterback injuries? Yeah, you could say there's some relation there because he didn't address the offensive line like he should have. Instead, he held on to a $27 million Jimmy G. And then you get people say, Oh, Smitty, ended up being a good decision though, didn't it? I got I got Smitty, didn't I? No, you didn't because you didn't need Jimmy G if you used Jimmy G's salary to address the offensive line. Maybe Trey wouldn't have got hurt. Maybe Purdy wouldn't have got hurt. Maybe all these guys would have been fine. You didn't need Jimmy G. Jimmy G wasn't even good. It was it was Purdy that went in. Jimmy G was not the guy. Purdy was the guy. Purdy shouldn't have should have been the backup from the beginning. Like I said, Purdy was going to win more games than Jimmy G. I said it at the beginning of the year. Purdy would win more games than Jimmy G if you had to put Purdy or Jimmy G in. So I don't want to hear, oh, it was a good idea. After all, wasn't it to sign to keep Jimmy G? I got Smitty. I got Smitty. He feels stupid right now. No, I don't at all because Jimmy G was garbage. And guess what? Jimmy G is going to get a starting job somewhere. So the joke's on me because <laughs> he's, go, he's going, Jimmy G's probably going to one of these 500 teams that need a quarterback. It's not going to be the Falcons, but we'll put a little uh, circle around Jimmy G and say, could he be a Saint? Could it be a Buck? Could it be a Panther? Could it be a Colt? Hopefully he's not a Raider or a Jet. Please, Lord. Or Miami Dolphin. Please, God. <sighs> Whatever. I'm over that. Okay, let's get back to, let's go to the phone lines. Dial into the phone. Let's go. Let's go. Where's my where's my phone button? Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Yeah, D, Debo ain't going anywhere. Just a recap on this Debo trade of the Patriots nonsense. It's all it's all it's all clickbait. 
It's somebody trying to generate some kind of hot topic debate. You know, some hot topic clicks, you know. Rank these wide receivers for fantasy. Mike Williams, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, and Hopkins. I would go uh, Ridley and Cooper or Cooper and Ridley. Uh, Space. Probably Hopkins and Mike Williams are kind of tied just because Hopkins is, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know where he's going to go. Mike Williams is good, but he's always injured. Uh, Jimmy G. Um, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Jimmy G, obviously. Uh, would the Dolphins' Jimmy G still be a moon man? No. Absolutely not. And I've actually moved that off the moon man list. It's on the satellite men list. So the moon man right here. The moon men dropping loads in outer space. This is our moon man list. Space monsters. Most recent additions in order uh, were, uh, it was it was Hall, Walker, and Kyle Pitts. Those are the, the most recent additions on the moon men list. Um, I think the most recent was Kenneth Walker, who is going in the second round. Him and Hall are going in the second round in early mock drafting, which is just fantastic value. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Smitty, it's Tony. Tony, I'm so glad you called in, Tony. Okay, so... Yeah, hey, buddy. How are you? Yeah, good, man. So glad to hear from you. So on the phone... Let me put this on screen so people know. On the phone is uh, Tony, uh, who's an attorney, and uh, he's going to give us as much insight as he can. I don't know how familiar, Tony, you are with what's going on, but Alvin Kamara was indicted. Um, I can put that information on screen. Okay, so do, do you need me to read any of it to you? Or actually, let me read it to you, just so everybody that's watching that jumped in knows the context. And then I just want your initial take in general on it, and then I'm going to have some questions for you that hopefully you can answer. So Tony is an attorney. Sure. Um, he's given us so much amazing insight on a lot of these situations. He's one of the most knowledgeable legal minds that I've come across, so I love Tony coming on here to talk about this stuff. Uh, but today, a Clark County grand jury has indicted Alvin Kamara and three accomplices on conspiracy to commit battery and battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. While Kamara's court dates were able to be moved around the past season while this was in civil court, the criminal case classification means that a court date will be set for March 2nd. Um, so it, 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 indictment meaning that like in similar to the Deshaun, Deshaun Watson situation, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but so everybody watching knows, indictment mainly means that the DA like in a criminal situation tries to determine whether there's enough evidence to move forward so they don't waste any time or resources on going after something that may not end in a in a in a positive result. So in and they always say you can indict a ham sandwich, yet Deshaun Watson in all twenty three cases never was indicted on any of the criminal stuff. So for Alvin Kamara to be yeah. indicted, they clearly believe there's enough criminal situ, uh, criminal evidence to proceed to uh, uh, to court and try and go after Alvin Kamara. So explain to me what all this means, what you expect to happen, uh, and then I'll, I'll, I'll ask you following follow-up questions. <clears throat> yeah, sure, buddy. Um, first of all, uh, I do civil law. I don't really do a lot of criminal. I remember a reasonable amount of criminal law from law school. The issue of indictment versus complaint is fairly simple. Uh, in most states, there are two different ways that a criminal matter can be put before a court. One is on a complaint alone, which generally can be uh, any officer of the local government. 
and secondly is on an, an indictment. An indictment means that the local prosecuting attorney has gone to a group of jurors, they're generally called grand jurors, and presented the evidence and said to those grand jurors, is there enough here for us to reasonably believe that we could win a conviction if we brought a criminal case to trial? And that means that at least, um, yeah, you know, it varies by state now that I think about it, but I would guess that at least 90% of the grand jurors voted positively. <clears throat> I think it's in most states it's 90%. And at that point, the person is considered indicted. The indictment generally is presented to the the grand jurors in the form of a complaint, and they read through that, and then the local process prosecuting attorney presents the evidence and they vote. It's comparatively simple. That process, any of the testimony that's given is secret. Um, now the grand jurors can later talk about what what happened, but the testimony by the witnesses, they're held to a privilege. They're not allowed to talk about their testimony outside of the presence of the, the grand jury. Um, what it means in this case is that, yeah, the, uh, a number of local Citizens looked at the evidence against Mr. Kamara and decided there was enough there to indict him on both battery and conspiracy to commit battery. Um, as you recall, the video came out, I don't know, five months ago? I don't really remember exactly when. Uh, but from what I remember of that video, I thought it was pretty compelling. And the fact that they indicted him is not surprising at all. Um, and, and that important in note terms that of and important to note real quickly, sorry to interject, but the, that footage that came out was a blurry cell phone self-captured footage from somebody that was trying to sell it, you know, to like TMZ. And so it was it was not the raw footage. The raw footage, which the NFL, correct me if I'm wrong, is probably already seen. The NFL's probably seen it. They probably requested it. Yeah. I, it seems like they've got that power, right? And that footage is going to oh, yeah. be a whole lot clearer than the footage everybody thinks is yeah. the footage. Because people run their mouth about it, Tony Sam, like, it's too blurry, he won't get indicted or convicted. It's too blurry, you can't even see him. That's Bob standing five feet away from a monitor at an angle with the glare on a, a Droid 3 that's recording it, and then it's blurry, it's not the original footage. So, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 that's a valid point. I don't pretend to know what the uh, clearer uh, digital video shows but i would presume that it's essentially more or less comporting with the rough video that we saw and i think that the evidence there was pretty clear that mr kamara himself was involved in attacking this individual you know the, we talked about this before somebody that the nfl cannot just you know close their eyes to one of its stars kicking a, a fan in the in the face you just yeah. can't do that especially when he's unconscious so the fact know. that he was indicted yeah, the fact that he was indicted doesn't surprise me at all. Um, the fact that it was Clark County, obviously, it's in Las Vegas, so that's not surprising. That means he's not going to have any sort of home field advantage, to use a football analogy. Um, you know, he's he's going to be on the road, as it were. Now, I have no idea who his counsel is. I haven't done any research on that. Um, given the, uh, the fact that he's obviously got plenty of money i'm sure that it's somebody local who is a good defense attorney but the bottom line is if you've got video of this guy kicking someone in the face at a minimum he's going to be trying to plead out 
That's that's a best case scenario. And a plea for people watching is very. A lot of people say he's going to settle. He can't settle. Settles in civil. Pleading is a form of. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a form of of admission to try and get out of a more severe outcome. So you're pleading when you're guilt. You're essentially saying, "Yeah, I did this. I'm pleading for a less." You're not pleading to skate out of it. And if he pleads, my understanding is the NFL uh, will absolutely. Can you hear me okay, Tony? I think I'm, I might be on the wrong mic. Okay. Uh, uh, the NFL will. Okay. The NFL will um, I'm certainly. In my, I'm, in, I'm in my truck, just so you know. Okay. The NFL will most certainly look at a plea as a form of admission of guilt, right? Almost certainly. However,. You know, the, the short answer is yes, but, you know, lawyers live in a different kind of world. There is a form of plea called nolo contendere, where you are essentially saying, I'm not going to admit or deny whether or not I committed the criminal act. I'm simply going to throw myself on the mercy of the court and say, do whatever you think is, is just. So he could enter a plea of nolo contendere, which is arguably not an admission. Okay. But from the NFL's perspective, they're still going to have the video. They're still going to have a guy who has been sentenced to some sort of criminal uh, sanction, and, and they're, they're not going to be able to ignore it. I think at this point, I don't even know if they can ignore it if he's found not guilty, which strikes me as you know, yeah. less than 1% chance. And I don't know, so that's crazy. So you're saying you're less than 1% chance he will be found not guilty. Your total guess, we understand it's your guess, but you're saying less than well, 1%. Well, yeah, let me let me throw it out this way. They've they've clearly indicted him on battery and conspiracy to commit battery. That's the stuff that's been reported. Usually, a good prosecutor will come up with every possible criminal claim that can be made. So I would not be surprised if there have been other criminal com- claims that were part of the indictment. I just don't know because I haven't had time to research it. Having said that. The, the firm where I started at, we did some federal criminal defense work. I personally didn't do it, but some of the guys did it. And one of them once told me that amongst federal prosecutors, there's an old saying, everybody's guilty. The only question is whether they've been properly charged. So as long as the charges comport with the evidence, the odds of him getting out of it, after a full-blown indictment where there is video evidence which appears to show him Physically making contact with a third party, the odds of him not being convicted of something are very, very low. So let me ask you this. I don't know how much you, knowledge you have on this, or I'd like to just hear your opinion. But to my, to my knowledge, the NFL can put this man on. Usually they wait. The NFL usually waits till the criminal part plays out before they take action. But the exemplist paid is the most likely scenario because as you said, the NFL can't stand by. And if they are going to kind of uh, try and be parallel with the decisions of the past to some degree, because like you've always said, I believe this was your phrase, the NFL is heavy handed one minute and not heavy handed the next minute. Um, it, it, yeah. it seems likely that the commissioner exemplist paid is the best way to say this isn't a punishment. This is telling him to go handle it, come back when it's over. And if he's innocent, right then nothing happened financially to him and he can get back to business. But he can't go onto the field on weekends and go into the courtroom during the week. I think that was another thing you had said in the past, uh, I believe. And and it's just That's not correct. a good look 
what's your understanding of the exemplist option and what you what do you think the NFL ends up doing? Well, no, I think you're dead on. I think that the the, the immediate response is probably exemplist paid uh, because of the indictment. Now, I have to be very clear, Smitty, I, I don't know what the criminal process is in uh, Nevada with regard to speedy trial. In most states, it's usually within 90 days, but the defendant can choose to extend that. So I think as of today, we have to presume that there's going to be a trial, that the trial should happen by midsummer and that he will either be convicted or found innocent, not guilty, probably by midsummer. The odds of him choosing to continue the trial date are low, because that's obviously not to his advantage. Why, why, so, is, it, why is it not I to think, his advantage? Well, for his playing career. But, but, but it, know, let's, he, say, let, let's say that Kamara feels that he's got a short window anyway, and he wants to be on the field. Um there's that perspective too, because that's essentially what he did all well, last year is kept pushing it, kicking the can down the road. Part of me wonders if he wants to continue to do that versus try and get it out of the way. Cause the odds of him having a career after this, if he's indicted are, are like zero, it's almost like how much more time can I be on the field before they remove me from the field? You know, that's kind of my thinking, but I could be wrong. Well, well, I guess what I would say is that he has an opportunity to have a decision one way or the other, Probably, probably before training camp. Now, I don't know that again. I don't know the, you know, standard criminal procedure timelines in Nevada. Um, but in, again, in most states, speedy trial requires trial within 90 days unless the defendant waives. Now, my point is, if he can get a decision, there is always the remote possibility that he's found guilty of some sort of a lesser charge. So, for example, they could, in this case, they could find him not guilty of battery, but instead guilty of conspiracy to commit battery. Okay. Well, in that case, he's going to get a, he's going to get a comparatively light sentence. And in that case, the NFL would then have some legal cover to effectively say, look, we're going to suspend him, but it doesn't have to be for a whole season. Okay. For example. So there is at least the possibility True. with the proviso again that I, I don't know the details of Nevada law. There is at least the possibility that he could have a decision. The decision could be comparatively favorable. Uh, that decision could be made in time for the NFL to take its position. And for example, he could be suspended for four games instead of a whole season. You know, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I guess one other and, question. And I would also throw out, yeah. you know, comparatively, I mean, as, as a Browns fan, I almost can't help myself. We have to go back to what happened to Ben Roethlisberger. Mm -hmm. You know, they had some really compelling evidence there. There it turned out to not go criminal. But the NFL suspended him for, what was it, two games? Yeah. I, I, it's tough to say what the NFL do here. Plus, Tony, when that footage was released, I went live at midnight when it was – it broke. I literally went live five yeah. minutes after – and I'm thinking we're ahead of yeah. everybody. No one else has got. No one else went live on this. No one had a video on it. I was the only one on YouTube doing it. Woke up the next morning, nothing. The next day, nothing. Nobody yeah. reported on it. Nobody yeah. even cared. 
And so, you know, it's hard to know what kind of pressure the NFL is going to be under because we don't know what kind of uh, coverage it's going to get because that shocked me. that that All these, you know, shows out there, uh, media sources didn't even think it was worth, you know, viewing. Like, it was crazy. And I know the footage was grainy and bad because, like I said, somebody recorded with a cell phone away from the monitor and it was just yeah. a bad recording. But... Um, what are the odds in your, your, this is a total guess. I understand. What are the odds? Do you, do you think that the actual better, clearer version of this footage gets released in a more like solid, uh, amount of, amount of footage, like length lengthwise? Do you think that there's a shot that happens because. Yeah, of course. I think, I think it boils down to what the NFL chooses. It would prefer to have the outcome be as we discussed back. I remember that night, I don't know if you remember you, I called in. And I agree. I was a little bit surprised that it didn't get more more media play. Uh, but at some level, the, the NFL was kind of holding back to wait and see where this thing went. I don't know exactly what the NFL wants to do with a, with an Alvin Kamara situation. You know, who knows? It's almost it depends on the mood that Roger Goodell happens to be in. You know, I don't know if uh, if, if the the sort of the sort of build up in the media is that hey. Kamara was a, a bit player in all of this, that the guy, the victim sort of started the altercation for whatever reason. Who knows? Maybe the NFL says, look, we're not going to turn Alvin Kamara into some sort of an example. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if the news, if the PR position is, is negative, well, then sure, I would, I would bet they would disclose or, or uh, make that video public instantly. You know, yeah. It depends on, on how they want to defend themselves. The NFL is all about the NFL. Yeah. They're not and, about and, Alvin Kamara. And Tony, hold on. Let me let, I got the script right here. I'm going to look at it and see if Al, Alvin Kamara gets uh gets convicted. Uh, according to the script, he misses the entire season. I got the script right here. <laughs> it's, it's all scripted. Uh I'm just kidding. Uh, so Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know how everybody says it's scripted. Uh the whole NFL's rigged. Yeah, oh, well. It, it's the whole uh it's yeah. the whole narrative right now. Um, yeah, I know, I know. Hey, so my last question, Tony, and first of all, everyone loves when you call in, man. The whole chat is like, Tony's the man, Tony to the moon. You need to call in on a regular basis. The phone line is always open. Save this number <laughs> and just dial in when you're driving home, whenever you're going somewhere, just dial in and we'll talk about whatever you want, Tony. Everyone loves when you call in. Um, That's very kind, buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, what, what I was going to say last is, okay, so Alvin Kamara, let's say – it's so hard to predict what the NFL is going to do because, like you said, heavy hand, light hand. It's it's so inconsistent. But um, let's say that nothing more comes of anything. Okay, what are the odds in your projected, you know, expert opinion, uh, just your opinion? What are the odds the NFL does something before the season begins? If if, if let's say, let's say this trial goes into the season. Okay, because that's kind of what I, I expect him to try and do. But you, like you said, he he might want to get it over with just to, because he thinks he can get out of it. Or his attorney says, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna get this down to the the smaller charge, like you said, or the smaller conviction." Yeah. But yeah. if let's say it, it dips into the season, and there's no answer yet, right? We don't have an a- answer. Is he playing until? Um, no. You no. think the NFL no. steps in no. and says paid leave? That's kind of what I've been saying. Paid leave. Yeah, go, no. Go work it out. That's and that's kind of why, quite kind of why I lean toward a good attorney, a good criminal defense attorney, 
is going to push very hard to see if there's a reasonable plea that can be found here. Now, that may involve some unpleasantries for Mr. Kamara, such as testifying against his friends, who were also involved in the altercation. But a good defense attorney would find a reasonable plea, get him out of there as quickly as possible, and then go to on bent knee to the NFL and say, look, this guy started it. I understand I shouldn't have done it. I understand that you have to take some sort of action. And if, if the NFL is, is trying to be reasonable, they give him a four-game suspension and he misses the four game, first four games. Of the that, that would be a win for Kamara. That's just, I think it would too, but that's just one possible scenario. Right. I cannot say definitively. I'm telling you my gut instinct as to what I think is – I think he ends up getting anywhere from two to six games, and I think it gets done before the season starts. Okay. I appreciate that take. That's that's kind of the takeaway here. I think most people want to know what to expect. So two to six games at the beginning of the year maybe comes back. Uh, Tony, my last question, yep. and, and then I'll let you go because I know you're a busy guy. Um, is there What is the percentage chance these things get worse for him and he could face something like prison time like for 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 the assault is there is there a a, uh Um, is there any sort of scenario you could see that happening or because he's such a big name that's not happening or is there like hey you know if if there's footage that we don't even see where there's clear you know guys unconscious they continue to kick him there's more there's more footage of it Uh, is, is he is there a possibility of of something more severe happening uh uh, officially, just in case any of my fellow local attorneys are listening, um, who the hell knows? I have no idea. Yeah. Unofficially, just between yeah. me and you, I doubt it. Not not because he's a big name, but because the facts in this case are somewhat complicated. And what I mean is separating out the criminal liability. Who's really the bad guy here? Was Alvin Kamara really individually the bad guy in this altercation? I doubt it. Now, one of the people working for him may have been. Let's not forget the the quote-unquote victim may have started this. I don't know that. I don't pretend to know. Yeah. But the point is, this is not as if Alvin Kamara walked up to an old lady crossing the street at noon on a Tuesday and hit her in the back of the head with a baseball bat. True. I mean, Not you make you, you make a good point in like a reality check <laughs> of the 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 severity of it at the end of the day. Like what? So like what? What right. I've heard, and I and I again don't know exactly what happened. I wasn't there. I haven't seen the full footage. This is what reports have suggested. So this is all hearsay. But the the word is that this guy was yapping away. I'm sure saying some of the most belligerent yeah. things to Alvin Kamara at a casino. Yeah. I imagine that he was probably you know sipping back on a few. Total probably guess drinking. on my part. Total guess on my part. Yep. But this guy was yapping away and probably saying awful things to Kamara. Probably a fan of another team. Probably. And so Kamara reportedly put his hand on his chest to push him out of the elevator or prevent him from coming in the elevator. Like, take the next one, buddy. Guy slaps his hand off of his, you know, chest to say, don't touch me. And that slap initiated the the jumping of the dude. So, like, to your point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, to your point, you could argue good guy, bad guy, all that stuff. And I think you're probably right. I don't think there's any sort of prison time or anything like that awaiting him because like you said it wasn't no. some planned no. I'm going to go attack this person or do something premeditated it was a a brawl that got out of hand and back in the day you could do this stuff 
You know, you, you could go, you could sock someone and <laughs> it would be okay. But in today's world, it's different. Um, Tony, appreciate you coming on here. And Tony's prediction, again, just a total guess, two to six game suspension uh, at the beginning of the year. And that this thing's resolved before the season starts later in the summer. A very good guess. I, I believe you're probably uh, the most accurate um prediction so far that i've heard so like i think that's probably going to be the most yeah. likely uh, maybe mine's six to eight games but you know he could he could be out the entire season too if he in my opinion yeah. if he drags this thing out and and let's say he drags this out and the court case can't complete until later on in the year i think the nfl has to put him on paid leave and wait you know so like to your to your point earlier it's to his advantage to get it done early because the NFL will be forced to say, until it's solved, you're on paid leave, bro. You know, and then he's like, oh, you know, that was a misstep on my part. I could have got it out of the way, got the six to eight games, the two to six games, whatever. A a good defense attorney would have already picked up the phone and started talking about a plea. Yeah, which is an admission of guilt to a degree, right? So it's going to result. Yeah, but it depends on exactly what he pleads to. Right. You know, if he, if he pleads to conspiracy, that the elements of that do not necessarily include physical contact. Now, how, how much of this can tie to financial restitution? Like, we know that the civil is for monetary, but in terms of medical and, and costs involved of this guy's recovery, is that something that would make the the uh, the individual, the, the alleged victim say like, okay, like I, I'm, I am advising cause the, the I'm advising that I would be okay with this plea, this lesser plea of, of conspiracy, which yeah. would be no physical harm. If you pay my medical bills above this amount and give me more it, for suffering. And then the civil is a whole right. different case. It, right. It's a variable that can play a part. I, you know, we don't know that at this moment, but yes, it can be a relevant variable. Okay. Yep. Tony, appreciate you, my oh, guy. Forgive me, but I got, I got to get going. Yeah. Tony, anytime Maybe call it's in. good to talk to you, brother. Yeah. Thanks. All right, man. Be good. Yep. What a boss. Tony is the man. Uh, appreciate you all being here for that because that's some good information. I'm going to cut this up and upload this entire clip, and I'd appreciate if all you guys would give it a view and comment and, 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 and talk about Tony's. Uh, amazing analysis that is a lot of, you know, him trying to give his best guess. So none of that is, he doesn't have any inside information in the case. He hasn't read everything. I haven't read everything. We're going off of, uh, the, the best, the best amount of information we can get our hands on. And it's completely our opinions. Uh, and so appreciate Tony coming on here to talk about it. Thank you, Tony Smitty for sharing. Thank you, Terry Roberts for the super chat. Appreciate you. Uh, thank you all for, for joining me today. That was a pretty darn good show and if anybody would like to dial in real quickly and follow up on on anything tony said the phone lines are open briefly and then i'll take some calls call into the show call call into the show so dial in nevin says tony's a menace tony he means that in the best way uh you're a menace in an amazing way is what he means uh appreciate tony you know who else is who else is a menace these moon men the moon men Dropping loads in outer space. And the Mars men. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars men. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? It's uh, Chardall calling from Fremont, California. Who? Um, 
it's it's Shardo calling from Fremont, California. Um, I love your show, man. Love your content. Thank you, Shardo. I appreciate you. What can I do for you? Uh, uh, so uh, I'm a 49er fan, and uh, I'm I'm sick and tired of these rumors being thrown around that uh that Debo Samuel's going to go to the Patriots. I mean, that's not going to happen. I mean, Debo's a great player. I don't know who's saying that's going to happen. I mean, that's all nonsense and BS. I mean, it's not going to happen. I mean, if you think that's going to happen, you know, you got to, I mean, you know, you got to, you got to stop saying that because, you know, I got a Debo Samuel jersey and, you know, if he goes to, to New England, I'm, my, my jersey is going to be vintage, you know, because I got a jersey right now and that jersey is not going to, you know, be worth anything if he gets traded. So don't, don't know, do it because of his jersey. saying that stuff needs to stop saying that because that's not true. Who, who's saying it? Um, people, uh, you know, uh, I'm just checking, uh, I'm just checking, you know, I'm just checking. You don't think I'm saying it. I want to, I want to hear if you're going to go you. No, you're not saying yeah, it, but, yeah. but other people are saying there. Other people are saying, Bro. um, saying that he's going to get traded. Yeah, yeah. We, we covered it at the top of the show. Rewatch the show. If you haven't seen it from the beginning. Um, but I, basically what I do is, is whenever there's a, a piece of news out there that's floating around to the degree it's making people like, uh, Shardell upset about his jerseys. He's got these vintage, uh, or not vintage, vintage, they're current jerseys of Debo lined up in his closet, and he's petrified of these ridiculous rumors, right? I agree with you. It's a ridiculous rumor, and I, I cover it, but the reason I go live on it, like the title of my show, there's going to be a lot of uh, worried Williams, Shardell. They're going to comment in my video without watching it. They're going to say, Smitty, why are you spreading rumors about Debo? But the reason I go live on these things that are upsetting Shardell, upsetting diehard Niner fans that just bought their brand new Debo Samuel jersey, they don't want to go into the closet vintage style. Um, when they upset people enough to the degree you're upset calling my show as a Niner fan, I have to address it and shoot it down. So a lot of what I do is shoot down rumors or confirm them, confirm them or work out scenarios that make it. Like, can we reasonably argue that there's a way that Shanahan and John Lynch would accept the Debo trade. There's like a minute like possibility in a certain weird way we break it down. But end of day, you look at the cap, the dead cap hit. You look at the fact that the Niners are in win now mode. There's really not one benefit to trading Debo Samuel. So I think you're right. I think your jerseys are completely safe. I think you can wear it with confidence that you're not going to be at some restaurant digging into a burger, bro, and somebody goes, bro, you're wearing a vintage jersey. Debo just got traded. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I tell people, yeah, I tell people that, you know, it doesn't matter, man. Like, I'm going to wear that jersey. Uh, rock, I'm going to rock that rock with pride. It. You know, it doesn't matter if you get, I don't, it doesn't matter if he gets traded, man. Loyal. I'll wear a vintage jersey to a restaurant, and then if you call me out for it, then I have, I have no problem with you calling bro, me out Bro, rock it. it. I get we, called out all the time, man. Bro, we both like, know. Everybody calls me out all. We both I'm know you're wearing. Everybody calls me out. You're wearing Niner underwear, nah, deep, Debo socks. We both know you're rocking it no matter what, bro. You're a loyal Niner fan, and no one's going to take that away from you. But don't worry. No one's taking Debo away from you either, either okay? I mean, I mean, like. I mean, like, I'm a longtime Niner fan. I've been rooting on this team for so many years. Um, I, I love this team, and this team is, is, is uh, electric. You know, when they're on the field, you know, they can make some great things on the field. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I love your show, man. I love that you sh shoot down rumors because I know everybody brings the rumors, and, you know, um, nobody likes to hear those because um, everybody wants to hear positive news, you know, that we got a good player. Nobody wants to hear that somebody got traded. I work for you, bro. Shardell, I work for I you.
Uh, so, uh, I mean, I would, I would, um, you know, I have my own YouTube channel, and uh, I would love to come on, man. We can chop up some Niner football together. All right, D- DM me, uh, DM me on uh, Instagram, the Fantasy Football Show. Yeah, appreciate you, yeah, Shardo. That'd be really great, man. I Wear that jersey with you. I, I, ne- I Sh- never collaborated with the with the content creator like you, man. You're great. Shine that Debo jersey, pal. Appreciate you. See you later, Smitty. All right, later. Um. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to call in and talk about Camaro like this. Lee, call in. Tell me how you got a Camaro jersey. This can't be true because <laughs> you want you don't want it to become a vintage jersey. Shardell <laughs> is pretty good. He's passionate, man. That guy. That guy does not want his. He's wearing that jersey. He's rocking that jersey no matter what. This is the kind of guy that would have rocked the 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 Aaron Hernandez jersey anyway, like later and be like, no, I'm still wearing it. I just got it. <laughs> I, just, I just got it. I'm not. I'm not taking off the Aaron Hernandez jersey. I just bought it. What am I supposed to do with it? <laughs> Put it on without my arms in it. Anybody remember that photo? Anyway, uh, <laughs> still have my T Mac jersey. Uh, love the Rockets. Yeah, vintage baby, vintage. All right. Anybody else got a? a, a <laughs> Chardell. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Oh, that was great. That was a good call. Chardell is going to become a, 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 a favorite. Just, he sounded a little bit worried. He, he did. Chardell, I'm not going to lie. You sounded a little bit worried, but I'm glad we were able to calm you down. And, uh, I love Debo to play for my Patriots, but who, what are they going to do with Debo Samuel? Like they say, they're sniffing around, and they're not. The Patriots aren't saying that. It's one report, someone trying to cause waves. But what are they going to do? What are they going to do with Debo Samuel? They can't even use him. I saw I saw a guy I respect as a as a Patriots guy. He had a page, or he has a page on Instagram, and he wrote something like. Um, Hear me out. I don't think we should sign a wide receiver because we still have Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. We need to get on the right page. <laughs> like, this, this team, this team avoided drafting wide receivers, and they draft double tight ends, thinking they're Hernandez and Gronk. Here's Jonu Smith and uh, Hunter Henry. <laughs> We're gonna go out there and destroy. We're gonna. Destroy. What are they gonna do with Debo Samuel? What are they gonna do with Debo Samuel? Chardell. It's not happening, bro. Smitty, rem- remember to play my 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 IG video. Okay, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat, my guy. All right, this is from Rockout. Rockout was amazing, dropping this uh, this uh, this rap right here. Thank you. Here it is. Moon walking. Moonwalking. The moon man dropping loads in outer space. Nice, nice beat there, broski. Appreciate you, Rock Out, for dropping that. Um, this is a, a message from Kevin. Smitty, I want to hear this Debo news. What you think about the Patriots? Well, uh, that's a little late, but but watch the, the beginning. Here, let me watch the beginning of the show, bro. Um, I explain it in tremendous detail, but he ain't going anywhere. Uh, plus, uh, Shardell's got a brand new Debo jersey. He can't. He can't have it. All right. Um, this one's from B Man. 
I see you have George Pickens as a moon man. We do. Do you see a big leap from Kenny Pickett to support Deontay, George Pickens, Pat Firemouth, Najee Harris? Or are you just expecting a big uh, output out of uh, George Pickens? Um, let's see here. So I think, uh, you know, I, I like... Um, I like... Pickett a little bit. I don't love him, but he could. Yeah, I'm open minded to how good he could become. I don't think he'll ever be a top eight quarterback or anything like that. He's not going to be a, t- a starting fantasy football quarterback for anybody, in my opinion. That means he's not going to be a top twelve fantasy quarterback, but a backup, a really good fantasy backup, incompetent enough to where you're getting numbers that are going to produce Pickett twelve hundred, thirteen, fourteen hundred yards, ten TDs. 95 to 100 receptions. Very, very capable. I think Pickett will be good enough for that. Not to mention, some of my moon men and and predictions don't just have redraft ramifications. It's, it's A lot of it's about Pickett and his future, too. And so, if Pickett doesn't work out and Pickens doesn't have Pickett there and they, they, they resolve the quarterback situation a different way, I think ultimately he's going to be a monster. Um, but I think he'll do well enough under Pickett. I think Pickett's not bad. He's serviceable. Uh, and I think you'll get better. So uh, thank you for that question, B-Man. And if any, anybody else wants to drop voicemails on the daily, uh, all you got to do is go to, um, let's see here. I got to leave him a, a message letting him know I, I answered his question. Uh, B-Man, appreciate you. Um, if anybody wants to drop voicemails on the daily to me, all you got to do is go right here. Go to The Fantasy Football Show on Instagram, at The Fantasy Football Show. Hit that subscribe button, which is $4.99 a month, and you can you can leave me a daily voicemail if you want, and I'll play it on the show and answer your question. Um, so DM me after you do that. I'll put you in the live chat where you can ask those questions. Plus, you get thrown into a live group of, of people that are also paying $4.99, so you're all in one private chat together, and you can ask each other questions all day long, and they're all serious about getting back to each other because they're all paying $4.99. You start paying something, even if it's small, like $4.99 a month. That's a half a cup of coffee. If you're paying something like that, you're going to be serious. You're going to take it seriously, so you're going to get good help from everybody. Uh, but if you want to drop voicemails in the voicemail group, you just heard me play, on the daily, I'll, I'll play it and answer them on the daily. Hit subscribe, $4.99. Cancel any time. Uh, Ron Navy, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty, Smitty, Smitty. I saw you trying to use your words very, uh, um, what do you want to say? Careful, carefully, but words. but no... But I, I wasn't Careful. actually. That that's my true opinion. Like I I I I wasn't even trying to dance around the picket like concern I have because I know you love them. That's how I truly feel. I don't really curb curb my opinion for anybody. But I know I know that, and I joke around with you, and I know you're listening because I'm like, oh, Ron's gonna hate this. But picket, I genuinely have uh, an open mind. That's the way I feel about him. That he could be better than I expect. Like I'm open minded to it. But do I have concerns that he'll ever be top 12, top 10 in the NFL? Yeah, I do. But I also feel like I'm open-minded to it. Like, it wouldn't shock me if he was the 11th best quarterback in the NFL and he's feeding Pickett like crazy. Pickett to Pickens is a pretty good thing. We know that it's a good rapport. He laser locks on him. And and when Pickett's in there, Pickens does well. When Mar- when uh, Trubisky is in there, I wanted to call him Mariota. When Trubisky's in there, same thing, right? Trubisky's in there, 
it's it's all Deontay Johnson. And so Pickett is definitely the best thing for Pickett right now that's available. I just don't know if he becomes a top 10 quarterback, but he certainly is good for Pickett. I don't think he's bad for Pickett. So much so I don't care about putting him on the moon man list without knowing, you know. What do you what do you think? I think uh he's gonna surprise everybody. I think people are down on him. People are like I think he's gonna be one of those quarterbacks that come this next year, he's gonna light it up on fire. He's gonna be his decision making is, is, is awesome, especially in the first year. He's only gonna get better. And uh um, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I hope he's, he's golf gonna, good. If he can be golf good, then oh, that's he's gonna he's gonna be better than golf. Then that's good. Golf, drop a golf emoji. If he can be better than the golf meister, then then you're you're on your way, bro. Because I think the Steelers can be they can be a top twelve team, top ten team with that kind of quarterback, you know, in place. You know, with with Tomlin and I know you you have your differences with Tomlin sometimes, but I I think overall it's a good it's a really good team that just needs some you know some good QB play, but I don't know. I, I, I don't worry enough about it. I like Pickett to Pickens enough to put Pickens on the moon man list without even seeing the improvement that I'm hoping I see. So that's good. Like if pick, if Pickens can get an improved quarterback to the tune you're talking about, Pickett Pickens, value is going to go even way higher than I have it. And I'm, I'm high on him. Hey, what did you think about uh, uh, Tony, the, the attorney talking about Alvin Kamara? Did you catch all that? Yeah, I caught it. I mean, it's pretty pretty good information. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it up and put that segment on YouTube. So I appreciate it for everybody. You give it a view, a like, a comment. Um, but you know, his prediction is two to six games at the beginning of the year. The case gets resolved in the summer before the season begins because it's to Kamara's advantage to try and plea out into a admission of of guilt so to speak but to a lesser conspiracy charge. And that's his total guess, but there are two charges um, as, 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 uh, as Tony alluded to, there's two charges, three accomplices on conspiracy to commit battery and battery resulting in substantial bodily, bodily injury. One of which is injury to the body and, and physical harm. The other one's conspiracy. So that's interesting that he, he said it that way. And I'm very glad we had Tony call in because there are two, two, uh, you know, things, uh, two, um, things that he's being indicted for or whatever. So for it to be the conspiracy charge without bodily injury, two to six games, eight games. I think it's going to be six to eight games. He says two to six games, but it's interesting to think that he, his, his, maybe his attorneys will advise him to speed it along so he can have a shot, you know, versus uh, the NFL putting him on the pine for the whole year. I don't care about his career. I really don't. Right. I think, I mean, I honestly don't. I think the guy should be in jail, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I, 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 this, this whole stuff that he's bargaining. What, what's this conspiracy without bodily harm? They put the guy in jail. They could have killed him. He has seriously life-threatening injuries. I agree with injuries. you. Um, Kamara needs to go away. I, I just, I, you know why I stay away from him. I don't Terry. want to do with the guy. He should, to the these, moon. These, these people that are hard profile get away with too much stuff. They need to be held accountable. Because as soon as they're not held accountable, then, you know, where's the justice system in that? There's no justice in that. 
four guys laying in the hospital fighting for his life, and this guy gets to well, two to six camp keep, keep in Come mind, on. though, that he might have a hand in wanting the lesser charge because of the potential plea. Like, if it, he won't necessarily have full control. It'll be, like like Tony said, it'll be a, a, a component, maybe. Maybe. He's just guessing. But, like, it could be a component where the plea includes X amount of money for medical because the 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 civil is all monetary suing for damages to the you know his his well-being and just suing for whatever and and civil is so much easier to win and usually civil 90 percent of all civil settled it's not actually goes to court and goes the distances it's it's almost 90 percent always settled in civil but in in criminal if the plea happens that's an admission of guilt and so the plea might be like hey to the to the alleged uh, victim if he, if we, if we, if we offer him a plea on conspiracy, it'll be a lot lesser charge for him. But in that plea, he's agreeing to pay you two million dollars in medical bill damage, and so the guy's like, "Sign, sign me up for the two mil. So it might be his, it might be to the the victim's benefit to let him skate by a little bit because he's not going to prison anyway. So. We'll see, but I, I hear you, Ron. I, I, I think he's a P. I think he's a POS in a lot of ways. I'm not. I'm not saying that anybody's wrong. Of saying how it's you know more likely to work out. I just that's my personal yeah, opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, just just like, just like you know, you have your personal opinion with Pickett, and and obviously Max does too, and he and, and Mitch and and these guys. Oh, he's better weapons. Well. Yeah, it takes those good weapons to, I mean, a quarterback, if he has bad weapons, he can't be an efficient quarterback, can he, most of the time? And in and, and, and Pickett and Pickens and, and the better weapons, they have to, they're only as good as Pickett can throw him the ball accurately and put it where, where he needs to put it, and he's proven he can do that. And he's yes, also sir. proven that he's very good at making decisions. So he's only going to get better. That was his rookie year, and he he didn't play a full season. So, um, you know, um, his his uh, sophomore year, give him give him a chance. Watch, he's going to surprise a lot of people. I hear you, bro. And I'm glad you got conviction. Uh, I, mean, I just responded to Mitch and, and Max in the chat. So yeah, that's right. I mean, we're all <laughs> we're, we're all entitled to our opinions. And, and Ron, you're right. I agree. I agree with you on on the like the big picture of Camaro. Like it sucks to watch people skate by when they when they do things like this. But it is what it is. And and I, I'm glad that uh, uh, Tony, the attorney, came on and gave us some clarity um, around some awesome, of the details. Man. Like he's always good at that. But. Ron, I appreciate yeah, you. I'll be live tonight. Anything else you want to add before I bounce out of here? No, other than the fact that, yeah, Max is laughing now. These guys know how to get to me, and you know how to get to me. Everybody knows how to push Ron Navy's button. Just just talk about a stealer, and, and bam, there he goes. Hey, hey, but Ron, Ron let, okay. let, don't let it bother you, though, because because people... No, uh, it's not bothering me. I'm, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. But pe- people talk trash no, about... I, I, just picture all the people that talk you know, trash about to... our, our Walker predictions, our Kenneth Walker predictions, and how silly they look now. I, so I, you I just stick to... to your guns, bro. You stick to your guns, your Steeler guns, yeah. and you, you go forward. I'm a little different than a 49er fan as far as uh, sticking up for my team, you know? Yeah, you're just you're just being loyal. And, so... and you're also, you, your gut says that Pickett's going to be good. Look, hey, if anybody laughing at Ron right now wants, wants a little reality check, Ron Navy said stay away from DeAndre Swift. He said you're all crazy for liking DeAndre Swift. 
So, Ron, you got a, you got a big win there that you can just rub in, in people's faces. So, I don't like rubbing things in people's faces. I just I, I put my opinions out there. I'm just like you. We all and, and you and me disagree on a lot of our opinions, but I mean, some of them come out right, some of them come out dead wrong. Hey, know? Ron, Ron, let me show let me show you the new king of planet Uranus. And off he goes to the. His name is Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Oh, is it? <laughs> There we Planet go. Planet Uranus. All right, Ron, I appreciate you. I'll see you tonight. We're going to be live around midnight. You got him in two best ball drafts. Yeah, we talked about where, where my new value would be. And and you know what? To be honest, that's in seventh round, if he was only out for two to six games, it would still be decent value. But I, I think I'd be more around the eighth round. But uh, I would take yeah. him in a best ball because best ball is different. Like, you know, you don't have to weather through. Like in, in a regular draft, I'd probably avoid them altogether. But in a best ball draft, if you've got other people contributing and you don't have to worry about setting your lineup, it's set for you. I think the eighth round for Kamara missing two to six games would still be good. But I'm I'm definitely an avoid Kamara and redraft um, that isn't best ball. And Kamara shouldn't enough. be. He shouldn't be owned in the dynasty league. What? You got enough around him uh, to, to you know if yeah if he's suspended to weather the storm and. Take a chance on them, and if he doesn't work out, you have enough players that yeah. should win better. Because so. seventh, eighth round is like anyway. almost handcuffed territory. Like, it's crazy. All right. Ron, appreciate you. See you tonight, pal. Talk to you later. Later. All right, bye. All right, guys. I'm out of here. Appreciate you. Thank you for all the, the super chats. Uh, Terry Roberts dropping another one. Ron needs a super. There you go. Terry Roberts dropping a super for you, Ron. Terry, to the moon. Terry's a, a man, uh, a, a friend. An amazing individual, and he wants to give uh, Ron Navy some love. He's not liking some of the Steeler hate in the chat. First of all, Ron, the chat normally is way, way pro Ron Navy, so um, I wouldn't worry too much about a couple of Steeler comments. Um, you, you, you know, you normally have Ron Navy's the man. Can we all drop some Ron Navy emojis? You know where they are. Go to the if anybody's a YouTube exclusive member, drop a Ron Navy emoji. Let Ron Navy know that you know that he knows that you know. That he's got an emoji on this channel that the YouTube exclusive members have access to only. So drop some Ron Navy emojis on the way out the door. I will see you all at midnight Eastern. Thank you. And thank you to, to ha, uh, Javi. Javi, you still here, bro? I super, super appreciate your super chat earlier. So I'm, I'm continuing to throw this out there until I see Javi. Javi. Javi, are you here? Javi. Appreciate you, Javi. We got a lot of Ron Navy emojis getting dropped. Appreciate you all. See you tonight at midnight Eastern. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it.